Let's build Resist Radio for all our women, LGBTQ, our dreamers, progressives. We're a movement of many millions, unafraid of enlightenment and truth. Go to resistradio.org and be a Resist Builder by helping in any way you're able. Donate and disrupt at resistradio.org. Preventing truth decay. Truth decay. Next. What happens when a 40-year-long gay organization is attacked by Fox and Breitbart? They stand up and do the right thing. We talk to Jonathan Weedman, the executive director of the Gay Men's Chorus of Los Angeles, next. Radio for the rest of us. 90.7 KPFK, Los Angeles. Harrison with you. I'm sitting here right now with a guy who, well, let's just say he has changed the complexion of Los Angeles in many ways. L.A. is the second largest city in the United States of America. It is the media capital of Earth. So imagine if there's one guy who takes, say, bank money and puts it toward the good. You're going to change the way a city works, and then the state follows, and then the nation follows. And here we are, able to get married. That is, if you're LGBT. That is, in fact, if you're everybody. All of that is part of cause and effect. And I'm sitting right now, just pausing for a second so I can make an edit, with Jonathan Weedman. He's the executive director of the Gay Men's Chorus of L.A., they do more than just sing great music. They are, in fact, a movement in their own. We certainly are. We have over 300 singing members in the chorus. Um, we are one of the oldest LGBT choruses in the nation. We were born out of the event that happened in San Francisco, sadly, when Mayor Moscone and Harvey Milk and, uh, uh, were killed by Dan White. And in 1979, we started in a park in West Hollywood, and we've been singing ever since. And singing is just kind of part of the story. We know that the oldest form of human communication is, in fact, singing and dancing. Why? Because it is the ultimate connective tissue between cultures. Even if you're at war, we all understand the sound. We even have the phrase that we were all taught in school as children, music soothes the savage beast. And if you want to bring together, uh, let's just admit I happen to be TW that way. So I like the chorus, not just for the music, but these are my people. But we're not a monolithic but we're not a monolithic culture. We all look the same, we all act the same, we all think the same. We're like all the other mammals on earth. Lots of edges and curves. And when you put music in the middle, you have guys that might not hang out socially together, but they bond because of this and in huge numbers. Yes, the chorus is extraordinary because it is such a diverse group of men. Um, these are men who range from age 18 to 85. Uh, some of the guys have been in the chorus since the very beginning. Some just started a few months ago when we had uh, our auditions. And it's a beautiful thing to see such a diverse group of gay men, of individuals. Everybody brings a unique personality, a unique story uh, to the work. Um, come together every week and sing, uh, not just for the wonderful concert performances uh, that we have, but also for the work that we do in schools uh, and in the community to uh, reach out and uh, change hearts and minds through music. I think that the arts are the reason for living. I think the arts are what nourish our souls. I think the arts are what give us perspective and bring us joy. And so we're all about that and sharing that with community and with others uh, to hopefully uh, make our world a better place. Our organization, and perhaps it sounds a little corny or a little Pollyanna-ish, but our, our organization is about love, understanding, acceptance, and hope, uh, and that's what, we, uh, that's what we do. 
Harrison with you. This is Reality Check Live coming to you from New York City to L.A. on a variety of FMs and streamers all over the country. We're talking right now to Jonathan Weedman. He's the executive director of the Gay Men's Chorus. They've been around over 40 years and are considered in many ways a sort of mobile musical embassy, linking together cultures, bringing together different choral groups from all over the world. And they're responsible for having really put the notion of choral music back on the map in a big way. Uh, Shows like Glee and other things really wouldn't have come into existence. America's Got Talent, The Voice, had they not been out there with their sphere of influence. So they get a huge line of credit. And they also stand up for people's rights, civil rights, uh, civics, and just good, decent human behavior. You are, and and I'm going to say it, you're ambassadors, and you guys know it. Yes, and uh, one of the things that I'm I'm most excited about, which is coming up in October, uh, is a joint concert performance we are doing with the Mexico City Gay Men's Chorus. Uh, A couple of months ago, we were down in Mexico City. We met with uh, then U.S. Ambassador Barbara Jacobson and the Mexico City uh, Secretary of Cultural Affairs, um, and we have planned this wonderful collaboration where we are bringing the members of their chorus to Los Angeles. The concert is October 13th. Uh, where they'll be singing with us, a special concert at the Alex Theater. Because for us, uh, it's not about building walls, it's about building bridges. It's about bringing people together. And Mexico City is an important, important partner to our country, rather Mexico is. We uh, share a rich tradition together. Uh, And so we're going to come together and hopefully change some hearts and minds and uh, share with this community and this culture that... um, we are brothers. We are family. Uh, and in the end, that's what really matters. A very divisive time in our nation right now, uh, to say the least. Uh, I am uh, 57 years old, and I don't think I've ever seen anything as bad as it is right now. Even even reaching back to my memories of the Vietnam War, uh, it's bad. And so our organization, we hope, will act as a, as a convener, as a bridge builder. And I hope also serve as an example to other arts organizations of what is possible uh, to bring people together. Again, it may sound a little corny and, and maybe a little optimistic, but we have to be right now, I think. Uh, it sounds pretty normal to me. I look at uh, what we call first world nations um, that have good infrastructure, crazy things like light rail and you know band-aids for all and all of this cuckoo stuff. And because they're not stressed with food, water, shelter... The three things, Maslow's hierarchy. If those are satisfied, you then have art, culture, science, imagination. That's what we call creation and building at that point. So you guys actually inspire that. And I'm going to give you credit you don't even know you deserve. Resist Radio is part of what you guys do in your messaging. The One of the first coming out experiences for me was the Gay Men's Chorus of Tampa, Florida. And I saw them and I wept. I had never seen, by the way, a bunch of gay guys in the daylight. I thought we were nocturnal creatures living in bars. I certainly was. And to see this fellowship, and it was in combination with the Gay Men's Chorus of Seattle, I think it was, with, and who knows what big woman came in and sang with them, but I'd never seen anything like that in my life. And because of that, it helped me get involved in a gay radio network on Sirius XM. Here we are today with Resist Radio. This, again, is an artifact of what you do, Jonathan. Just so you know, it does not happen invisibly. 
it's powerful. People listening right now may even be able to come out because they know they're not alone. Indeed. You know, the, the gay chorus movement, or as it is called, the gala chorus movement, uh, has been around for about 30 years, and there are over 200 LGBT choruses throughout the United States that sing. Every major city has a, has a gay chorus, um, and they bring a unique experience to the art-loving public in, the, in those communities. And you know, it's a very special place to be. Music is uh, my avocation. I wanted to be a concert pianist and a conductor and uh, have enjoyed music and listening and playing and practicing and studying all my life. And uh, you know, before this gig, I, I mentioned you, I worked for Wells Fargo. I ran their foundation here in Los Angeles, a very incredibly uh, generous, progressive, and thoughtful company, uh, notwithstanding the, the, the regrettable challenges the company has experienced in recent years, which I know they're, they're addressing quite seriously, but a company that believed in humanity, I think like none other, frankly, uh, and it was demonstrated by their very generous giving to diverse communities, to immigrants' rights, to LGBT rights, at a time uh, when AIDS was a scary, mysterious, and avoided topic, Wells Fargo, with its headquarters in San Francisco, uh, was among the first U.S. corporations to fund programs to help people with AIDS. Nobody knew what the hell it was. Nobody even knew how to contain or, or to treat it, um, let alone its origins. And Wells Fargo gave money to the nascent beginning organizations just to try to start start making some positive inroads into the disease. And I, that's a tradition that I came from. So when the opportunity came for me to come work here at uh, Gay Men's Chorus, it was a natural uh, uh, collision of what I love the most, which, of course, uh, is music and art, but also social justice, education, and, as I think I said, gay men. The guys in the chorus, <laughs> I'm happily married to my partner, Raimundo, for 12 years, but... As I told him, I have 300 new boyfriends. You're not blind. <laughs> this part we've established. They're the dearest, kindest, most wonderful citizen artists I've ever you could ever meet in your life. Committed to the community. They volunteer. They don't just sing in the performances and do the school and the community outreach. But on Christmas, when I'm usually at home, you know, having a cup of coffee, reading the paper that morning, uh, 60, 70 of the guys are caroling at hospitals for terminally ill patients and at senior citizens' homes, and they've done this for years. I mean, these are the kind of kind of men that we have in the chorus. So for me, it is it has been the best year and the best time of my life to be in the middle of all this. You've also just given us a real insight of your Christmas morning while other people are <laughs> opening presents. You're reading the paper. What's going on in the world? I want to know. And, and you come from a political family, if you don't mind me outing you on that. That's quite all right. I, notwithstanding that I'm a proud Democrat, a liberal civil disobedient, and an activist, my mother's father, my grandfather, was a man named Goodwin Knight, uh, who was the governor of California in the 1950s. He was lieutenant governor under Earl Warren uh, and became governor when Eisenhower appointed Warren chief justice, and he was governor for six years. A progressive Republican, uh, a Republican who spoke Spanish, a Republican who, when he ran uh, for his own term, won by the widest margin in the history of, uh, of uh, gubernatorial politics in the nation. So what's interesting about... With paper ballots. With paper, with paper ballots. Yes, and, and, and what's interesting about my grandfather is that uh, he was a Republican in the tradition of Eisenhower, of Rockefeller, of Barry Goldwater, of even Richard Nixon and Ronald Reagan. These were... Uh, men of great individual liberty and uh, limited government and 
and not, candidly, the extreme Republican Party that you see today. Um, and uh, uh, there, I've always said I was destined, I'm supposed to be a Republican, but, but not right now. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> not anytime soon. Um, but, yes, an interesting background to come from and uh, to have experienced as a young kid. Um, and maybe that gave me a little bit of my sense of social activism engagement, although I personally have never had any desire to go into elected politics. I don't know how the men and women who do that do because um, it's unforgiving and uh, especially today uh, a pr pretty tough game to have to play in. Well, and what you're doing here with the Gay Men's Chorus is in fact the soothing emollient needed today. It's the balm on our public psyche. We don't need somebody else to stand up and explain Lucy why we feel bad or why we should feel good, but in fact you're doing the thing that has been done since the dawn of humankind, which is communicate and connect. Social justice happens when people become aware of their situation and feel like there's hope. There's hope when there's many others standing there. And let's look at the face of the gay men's chorus. It's not eight white guys standing there hand in hand. You've got earth. You've got this orb of earth and all of its inhabitants holding hands and singing together. And guess what? No cops there forcing them to do it. No handcuffs, at least during the daylight. And no $100 bills to compel them to be there. That means they want to be there. The, 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 the number of hours that the guys put in rehearsing and performing and practicing in sectionals and dance rehearsals is actually extraordinary. Um, and, and it's a beautiful thing to watch because they're bringing an experience and a beauty uh, to their audience and community that is uncommon and I think unmatched. You know, I don't know whether your listeners, whether we believe in God or not, whether there's an afterlife, whether there is, I hope there is. Um, but in the meantime, while we're here, we really have an extraordinary opportunity and a chance to make the very best of it. And, um, and I think that art and music and what we do is what we should be celebrating, is what we should be should be thinking about and feeling. And so, you know, I encourage and I urge and I welcome all of your listeners um, across the United States, across the world, certainly in Los Angeles. Give me a call. I'm in the phone book. We'd love to have you come to one of our concerts. But check out your gay choruses throughout the United States and other communities. Uh, learn about them. Go visit them. Support them. Because it really is, i got to tell you something, it is a magical experience. Uh, we have a concert this weekend, and I'm so excited about it. Uh, I can't even tell you. It is It is not just a great show. It is an experience. And you will have moments of profundity, inspiration, of tears, and great happiness. And uh, you'll be the better for it. For those of us saying, well, now that you've teased that, when and where? Well, the concert is this weekend, March 24th and 25th at the Alex Theater. In Classic Alex Theater. That's a movie palace. It's a movie palace that they rebuilt and turned into one of the most beautiful concert halls you've ever been to. It's really quite stunning. Uh, and we're performing on uh, Saturday, March 24th at 2 p.m. and 8 p.m. And on Sunday, March 25th at 2 p.m. The theme of the show is music of the 90s. Come as you are. So all these great songs from the 1990s from Live and La Vida Loca to No Diggity to a bunch of others that I can't even think of right now but fun songs. And by the way, this isn't what we call a stand and sing concert. There's costumes, there's color, there's sets, 
there's dancing that would just blow your mind and it is it is so much fun um uh, I would just encourage everybody to come and experience it. It's that good. And I'm not just saying that because I'm the executive director. It really is that good. Carrie Harrison with you. This is Resist Radio Live at Resist Radio Live. Of course, our website, resistradiolive.org, where you can get a podcast of this and any other broadcast, as well as hear us on FMs from New York City to Los Angeles. We're talking right now to Jonathan Weedman, the executive director of the Gay Men's Chorus of Los Angeles, whose concert is coming up Saturday and Sunday. And we're talking about uh, sort of the nature of their choral work and what it means to be an organization that does such good and lights people up with great music. May we give away a pair of tickets right here, right now? I tell you what, we will give away two pair of tickets. And by the way, like really great seats, too. So you're not going to win these tickets and end up in the balcony. I will personally seat you, and I would love to welcome and greet anybody you'd like to have come see us uh, as our guest. So here's all you need to do. Just send a tweet and tell me the name of the movie in which the word gay was first used. Yep, you're going to have to think about it. And we've got two pairs of tickets. So the first two people that have the correct answer each get a pair of tickets. And as... Uh, Jonathan Weedman, the executive director of the Gay Men's Chorus of L.A., or GMCLA.org, as he just explained, he's personally going to release the most beautiful seats in the house just for you. Now, that's well beyond when we usually do giveaways. Trust me, it's like, you know, you can stand outside and watch it on a monitor, you know, your radio. Well, we're more than radio now. We are a movement, and we're partnering with people like the Gay Men's Chorus of Los Angeles, because we share the same common ideals. We're all about social justice and bringing voices, voices that wouldn't normally have access to the fore. And, and we have great people like Jonathan. Now, that said, we're going to just talk about Fox for just a second. And here's why it's important. We've got people listening right now who don't know necessarily that this is a biological imperative, being gay. They Maybe they think, well, it's just on Tuesday, Jonathan woke up and said, I think I'm going to be gay. <laughs> Stretch. Why not? You know? I mean, but your experience, and you're a high-functioning guy, I have to say, your experience is you probably didn't choose it repeatedly. No, actually, I knew I was gay from my earliest memories and my earliest uh, cognition of, of what it was like to be alive and moving in the world. And that's just a fact from my earliest memories. Uh, and as you mentioned, Fox News, um, and I use the word news judiciously. We could spell it N-O-O-Z. Uh, Fox News uh, Online did a story last Friday uh, about recent recipients um, of National Endowment for the Arts grants. And very proudly, well, uh, I almost said Wells Fargo. Gay Men's Chorus of Los Angeles was a recipient of a $10,000 grant for our community outreach. But the article was nasty and it was vicious and it was directed against LGBT arts organizations that had received these grants, transgender theater companies. We were mentioned in the story. Uh, it was really a nasty slam article about the NEA and how they were giving uh, uh, grants to organizations that were nothing more than, quote, political claptrap, unquote, and frankly, un-American. And we were, we were rightfully offended by this. Um, because, and, and by the way, the story written by a former Breitbart news editor, and we thought, you know, they don't come pick on us very often, 
so we need to respond. And so we sent out a press release Monday denouncing this intolerant rhetoric. Uh, it was offensive and it was wrong and it was untrue. Um, and, and it was a painful thing to do, but it was the right thing to do. Uh, it's a happy week for us. We're in production week. We're getting ready for a big show and they're trying on the costumes and they're dancing and they're carrying on. And in the middle of it, we get this nasty story written about us across a widely read national news platform. And so we responded. And all of us who are in the movement, all of us who care about these things, need to stand up and speak their truth when this happens. And we did. And I'm gratified that we've had a wonderful response from our donors, from our corporate supporters, foundation supporters, our membership. And anytime anybody wants to poke us in the eye, we're going to poke back. I want to thank you, Jonathan Weedman, for doing what you do. I know you love your job, which also shows people that they can love their job. That the, the thing that when you're 14 that you love, it's a hobby. You don't expect ever to get paid. You'll do it anyway, frankly. That's what 14-year-olds do. And if you can find the place that does what you do, somebody else is already doing it to them. It's just a bloody job to you and the morale goes up when you're in the room because now they see little Timmy beating on the door at 6 a.m. Let me in. We're not open yet. Let me in. Let me in. Who doesn't want to be around that? And you pointed out how your staff, I walked in. I mean, they jumped up and greeted me. Who, who am I? But that's the vibe in here. You know, my belief in terms of being a leader is that your job is to every day get up and do whatever you need to do to make the people around you successful and happy and feel appreciated and valued. That's what great leaders, that's what great managers do. They lead and they put their people in front of them, they turn them loose, they guide them, and they give them support. And that's what I've tried to do here in this organization. Um, it, it, it's an extraordinary time in our world and I'm very lucky to be able to do this and it's a responsibility that uh, I take very seriously because it is Los Angeles. This is a 40-year institution. Uh, there are people here who frankly, uh, came before me, um, and we stand on their shoulders. You know, the organization lost over 150 members in the AIDS crisis. Happily, that has passed. Uh, we have treatment and uh, uh, care for individuals now where they live a long, normal life. But at one time, this organization um, was, was uh, singing at a funeral a week for years, and happily now that has changed. So we come from a very serious place to a very fun place, to a place where we now we now need to, to get back to work. By the way, as a, my chair, John Duran, who is the uh, mayor of West Hollywood, a great civic leader, a great, great statesman uh, of our community and the country, uh, said to me the other day, we've been to this fire many times before. We've been battle-tested. We know what to do, and we're going to do it, and we are. Jonathan Weedman is the executive director of the Gay Men's Chorus of Los Angeles. You can check them out at any time at gmcla.org. This is 